Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions podcast post game show with your hosts, Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast. This is episode 294, the official Lions podcast for Reddit. We're doing it live. It's me and Andy Sandman here. He's my co-host today. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. Good to hear. Hey, we had a win today. We'll talk about that. We got that. Do a little round of the table, you and I, and who else wants to join? Because we'll take people's calls. And we'll talk out through the chat. You can work that chat. Don't worry. Don't forget the super chat. We'll always call you out in the super chat. The other stuff, sometimes it flies by so fast, we don't know what you're saying. So, good way to get noticed. We'll take your calls. We'll do that whole lot more. We got a great show lined up. Sam, man, you ready to go, brother? I'm ready. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, a couple of quick announcements. Let me tell you, just really quick, our opening sequences, and, and I, I'm patting myself on the back because I, I built these, these these 3D sequences, they beat every broken down car animation for the Detroit Lions on ESPN 110%. I'm just telling you straight up, that's it. Okay, check us out, help us out on Patreon. <laughs> Special thanks to Dylan from... Womp. There it is. How could you forget? <laughs> of course, very with that fake delay. <laughs> very first donor, Mathis. Of course, Mathis. There and Brian B. Brian Brookheiser, I Prevail Band. Um, they're coming. They're going to join us to do an interview with us on the St. Jude Show, and they may just, may just do an acoustic set. We're trying hard. I'm, I'm, I'm ringing arms and the whole thing. We'll see what we can do. Um, all these folks, including Sam Mann, what do we all have in common? And Case and Riz and everybody, we're all in the Slack hanging out, having the most intelligent Lions chat you'll find on the internet anywhere. And how do you how do you get to take part? You join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get in there as little as a dollar a month donation gets you access to that. We've got a, a gambling, we call it. It's a stock market thing. We've got all the different sports, home improvement, you name it. There's a whole bunch of topics. It's It's like... It's just I, I people get mad when I when I talk about when Reddit was good, <laughs> but it's a lot like when Reddit was good. <laughs> good people, uh, respectful conversation, really really cool. Check it out. Uh, all you got to do: patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, and uh, hit us with as little as a dollar a month. Thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate that. Um, give us a like on Facebook: facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Instagram: Detroit Lions podcast, and on Twitter. Follow us. Make sure you follow us at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast. It's the very, very best place to see Andy with no pants on. Yes, yes, yes. How'd you know? But it's extra to actually get the camera to tilt down. (laughs) It's his OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) For only $7.99 a month. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast, uh, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Also, we have a new uh, channel we started. Easiest way is to go to that Detroit, Lo- pod- <laughs> Detroit Lions Podcast uh, YouTube channel and the playlist there for DLP Clips. It gives you the quick rundown, the Cliffs Notes version of the larger shows if you don't have time. 
we've got a way to get you the time. There you go. Rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, all those places, wherever you find us, wherever you love us. Give us those five-star reviews. If you can't see your way to five stars, piss up. No, <laughs> head on over to the subreddit. Tell us why, and we'll see what we can do to make it better for you. We're going to open these phones in about two minutes, so let's get this thing rolling, please. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And what just happened in that Lions-Jaguars game? Um, where was this inevitable collapse? What happened, Sandman? Why? I was expecting it. I put my money on it. I was like, we got the double-digit lead in the first? There it is. I'm calling Vegas. I'm putting. I'm betting the house on the house. <laughs> I, and, will, uh, I will tell you what happened. Blitzing happened. <gasps> I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I saw at least 10 blitzes today. And that's, we saw more blitzes today than we saw in the previous games this year total. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. We saw Jared Davis blitz. We saw Collins blitz. We saw Tracy Walker blitz. They were blitzing from all over the place and they were, they weren't getting home necessarily, but they were forcing quick throws. They were forcing Minshew to make quick decisions which, uh, you know, a young quarterback always is going to struggle with. Mm-hmm. And it really, it made a big difference. They, we didn't see a whole lot of long, sustained drives out of Jacksonville like we saw with other teams where they were just pounding it in our face. There was nothing we could do. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of blitzing going on today, not a lot of pounding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, that, was the, that was a video moment for, for those at home. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this, it was crazy. I couldn't believe how much blitzing we saw out of this team. Every time you say blitzing, by the way, I have a, a cat. I have two cats. One of them's name is Blitzen. <laughs> so it's nice to see that he made the team. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it, was, it was totally the cat bros game. Um, no, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, I, I did not expect that. And and the defense as a whole, not only did they blitz, the, I think the key part about it was Minshew, who's a pretty mobile guy, didn't get away, right? Every time we seem to put pressure on any kind of a mobile quarterback, it's 10 yards. They they, they, they get 10 yards on their feet, and then they, they, they slide. And Minshew didn't do that. We kept him bottled up for the most part all day. I was, I was really, really happy with what I saw. Now, I will say, uh, on defense, Vitae was terrible. Vitae was probably the worst defender on the field. If you saw Greg Jennings uh, call him out, uh, you know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Tavai. Tavai sucked. Um, <laughs> thanks for the... I was going to say anything. Let's, let's slide. <laughs> thanks for the super chat, Matt. Um, it's good to see you're not bald like me. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I, I do still have the stuff on top of my hair. It's as thick as the rest of my skull. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, he called him Vitae on uh, uh, on defense. It was Tavai Tavai for so many times. Uh, I, I think I just randomly remember three missed tackles, right? Because I was complaining about him to to the family as to why is this guy even on the field anymore, and when are we going to get a linebacker? Because obviously we can't not have him on the field because we literally have no one even worse to put in position there. That's scary, <laughs> scary. Um, this 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 Tavai experiment. Um, I don't know. I, I it's it's I think it's about over in my mind. I know well, you've always sad. been a fan. Yeah, it's sad to watch. You know, they people had hope. There was like, oh well he fits this defense. They he is what they want at a linebacker. And uh, my man's running around with concrete shoes. 
He's making slow decisions and you can't have both of those. You can either be slow and have a good brain or you can be fast and maybe your football instincts aren't the greatest, but you still get there because you're fast. Yeah. He seemingly is missing both of those items and it's becoming more and more apparent. Makes you know, sense. that's going to be hard for him to, to play defense for us. Yeah. Yeah. It makes for a great dude to be holding the clipboard rather than on the field. That's for sure. He's got all the characteristics. Um, <laughs> he may wind up being a great coach one day and I, you know, I don't hate the person ever, but he's, he's been, he's been terrible. I was, I had to say I was concerned with both uh, Vitae and um, Crosby going out with dehydration because the weather wasn't that bad. It wasn't that – I mean, it was a little humid, but, I mean, come on, boys. <laughs> you know, speaking of dehydration, let me, uh, let me get a <laughs> – Oh, no, we won today. We won. We, let me – we won today. Uh, I don't need to drink that. <laughs> You have always got the props, Sam, man. You kill me. You kill me. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, man. Uh, yes, Mike, you were absolutely right. We got out of there healthy. We didn't get anyone hurt. That's true. That, that was really nice. Um, Arawariye today, I have to say, he stood out for me at corner. They were they were going to him a lot more than they were going to Akuda, and he just balled. This is where, this is where I thought my guy was going to wind up. Now, look, we're playing Gardner Minshew, right? Not sure he's making the Hall of Fame yet or not, but um, the Jags are not, you know, the team that maybe you want to set the bar on what type of players you have on your team, but we soundly beat them, and they are an NFL team. So straight up, that's a real win against a real team, yep. against real players. Amani Arroyo out there looked great. I've I've liked him. You know I've always been high on my guy. Mm-hmm. Today, the one, um, the fourth down bat that he had with a hand when he came in and sent it up and Collins almost intercepted. Punch that boy right out. Oh, I loved it. I love that. I love that. He's gonna be he's gonna be a good quarterback for a long time. I remember on draft day thinking to myself, We're gonna take this guy in the second. Yeah. We're gonna take this guy in the third. We're gonna take this guy in the fourth. No way he's there in the fifth. He's there in the fifth. We take him in the fifth. I mean, it's we were seemingly doing it together, turning right? out to be a good pick. We yeah. were doing it together. Second round and third round came around and it was like, let's get him. Let's get him, right? He yeah. wow, fell to the fifth. Who knows why? Still to this day, it hasn't come out, but no, but he's played fantastic. Yeah. You know, he, he really is looking good out there. He's sticking into guys' hips. Uh, you know, he's, his hands are accurate. Uh, you know, he's pulling some Darius Slay moves with the arm late, making making plays. You know, that's you know what you want to see out of your cornerbacks, and especially when you can get one in the fifth round that's starting for you that looks that good. Yep. I mean, it's hard to complain. I have to highlight Wes in the chat had a great point. Uh, I'm going to second it because Wes has just ruined me. It's going to be in my head the rest of this time. You need to do the slow lights video this week to baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'll make a special version for you. <laughs> oh, man. Shark. Yes, shark. <laughs> All right. Um, so our warrior out there killing it. Uh, Matthew Stafford looked really good. The run today, he didn't look like he was hurting. Right, the last nope. couple of weeks he he didn't have the mechanics. He shook that completely this week. Was that really what he needed? Was a, a little bit of a preseason and then a bye week to get completely healthy? You know, to me, you know, during the game they actually uh, I forget the announcer's name, but uh, Greg he mentioned how he mentioned how he talked to Brock Stafford this week. Ward. Brock. <laughs> he and, looks like a Brock uh, he me- he mentioned how he talked to Stafford this week, and Stafford said that you know one of the things that was causing him problems was his ability to make a decision fast. And I think that this week they schemed a little bit better offensively. They made sure that Stafford felt a little bit more comfortable with it. 
Um, you know, because the last couple games we've noted multiple times that the receivers aren't getting open, mm-hmm. not the way that we need them to get open. And today was kind of similar. If you would have told me just watching the game, not looking at stats or anything, if you would have told me that the wide receivers had, I don't know, five catches in the first half as a total, I probably would have believed you. That's kind of how it felt. But there's, you know, when Stafford gets comfortable, this is what we see when Stafford's uncomfortable, you know. That's not so great. Here's something I had this and, and, and people love this, right? People love it and hate it and love to hate it. And Orlovsky just like he dismissed it out, dismissed it, dismissed it out of hand when I when I put it out there. We had all those drops and it was easy to say, well, we had a lot of players that never played again in the NFL after they were with the Lions. But th- our receivers kept dropping balls. And I was like, is there something to the way Stafford is throwing this ball? It, it has to be because we've got a at the time when I first started thinking that we'd been through like 15, 20 different receivers, and no one can hold on to it. And this last last week, the the show before the bye, I had a um kind of a brain kind of aneurysm that that put came together in the thought. And and I was like, you know what? We don't see, and he did it a little bit last year. We don't see the touch pass from Matthew Stafford. It's always on a frozen rope. And if you think about it from you know, put on your geometry hat, you're taking away a whole set of angles of attack, right? All up here is gone because it's always so. What is it? What is every route going to be? It's going to be some guy breaking across or breaking vertically or trying to break diagonally to get open, right? There's no, there's no. You can throw it over and drop anything in, right? You just, it just doesn't happen anywhere. There's no touch, and we saw it a couple times today. But there was one, the one pass that was blocked uh, at the line where they jumped up and they were talking the whole mm-hmm. volleyball crap about it. But that was one where Stafford had a touch pass. He could have dropped it right in. He could have dropped it right in there. He was wide open. It would have been no problem. But it's always on that that frozen rope. And I, and I love his arm. It's a strength. But it's become like a hammer, right? Now everything's a nail. And I'll say TJ Hawkinson had a drop today. Um, and it was one where Matthew got a little bit nervous. He knew he had to release that ball like right now because he was about mm-hmm. to get hit. And he winged that ball like out of a Freaking cannon, right? And you could hear the pop on Hawkinson's hands when it hit, and he couldn't hold on to it. And and I'm gonna I'm you know I'm gonna say yeah, Hawkinson, you got to hang on to that ball. But I'm gonna put a little bit of that on Stafford because he just he got panicky and he's got that freaking gun. He just fired that ball and blew out his hand, blew out Hawkinson's hands. He probably couldn't feel him the rest of the game. But it was he he just chucked that ball, and it's like man, if we could if he could just get that that touch pass that he was working on last year and drop some balls, get them over the defender and drop them in. It would add such a dimension to his game. I think it would. That's, I think it's one of the reasons why he did so well last year is because he didn't rely on the, the whole windows thing, just forcing that ball at a hundred miles an hour through a little, through a little bullseye. Yeah. And it's always hard when you're, you know, Stafford, once, once we go back and rewatch this, we'll see that he was close to being sacked way more than I think people really realize. Yeah. Um, and so he did. He had a bunch of throws that were like, get it out of here. Like, it's got to be gone. Uh, and that Hawkinson was one. There was a couple uh, crossers that I think were like that, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, when you have a quarterback like Matt Stafford, I would think that, you know, I would hope that you would prepare for those finger breakers. Yeah. You know, oh, you, but uh, <laughs> you're going to you're going to be prepared for them or you're not going to be on the team. Right. I mean, that's yeah. that. Get the Ooh. gloves with the reinforcements so your fingers can't bend backwards. <laughs> exactly. Like splints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, no, no, that's that's absolutely that was um, 
That was something. How about the sidearm? That was that oh. was Stafford we haven't seen in a while. That was so great, right? That's how you know he's feeling it a little every, bit. Every time Stafford throws a sidearm pass, I just get like internally upset about how as soon as Patrick Mahomes started doing it, it was a cool technique to do. And Stafford's been doing it for 10 plus years. And it was bad mechanics when he did it, when you would get a 30 yard pass, you know, like, ah, you know, every and, time he sidearms a pass or wears his hat backwards, Mike Ditka gets a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Mike. It's too true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But no, you know, Stafford has always done stuff like that. And, you know, even the even the pass that was incomplete that we got bailed out with a penalty on on the roughing the passer, you know, it was a bad snap by Ragnow, which is rare. It was high into the right. Stafford bats it up to himself, catches it and gets the ball out in like a quarter second to an open receiver. I mean, that's yeah, special stuff. We should be excited when we see stuff like that, you know, and and sadly, we haven't seen enough of that this year. But maybe maybe this year will be or this game will be the takeoff point yeah you know well that's one of the things that i want to talk about coming out of the bye week right going into the bye week it was it was pitchforks and torches i mean if it wasn't for the the valiant efforts of the detroit fire department ford field would have probably burned down by now um they came out and the defense led the way with the hits and the violence that they were playing with i really liked that that's something I think that was absolutely missing from this team. Now, I think that can lead to a couple extra penalties, but I feel like this defense, I would almost be willing to accept those extra couple penalties to see that kind of heart and mm-hmm. and drive. And Because there's a standard you hold each other to when you're playing that hard. If you're going to do that, if you're going to hit people like that, you're expecting the other guys on the defense are going to do that or they're going to do their job the right way. And there's a there's a, there's a uh, a level of expectation there that happens to the rest of the team and it elevates the team as a, as a whole. I loved seeing them come out by uh, with the violence and the way they did that. Obviously, there was some talk about how they played and the, and and maybe it was you know I don't want to call it heart, but it kind of feels like the heart that they played with. Offense came out looked good and uh, definitely improved. Like we said with Stafford, uh, Marvin Jones, not. A real big deal, but thank God for Kenny Galladay. Uh, Hawkinson looking good out there. Jesse James again. What a blocker. Um, but uh, the, the defense, I think, really early started the, making a statement for this team, holding the Jags to a three and out in the opening drive. Um, real good, solid hits. This is If this is a change, if this is something that, that, that has permanence, I really like this. This is what the defense needs because with the personnel they have, with Tavai, with with I'm gonna call him Vitai from now on, just on purpose. Right? <laughs> You're stuck <laughs> with Vitai running around as a linebacker. Uh, with Tavai out there, um, other than him, I mean, you, you got to cover for him, right? That that that's where you're at. You have to cover for his his um, his gaps, and um, it's gonna take elevating the rest of the defense to do that. Loved it. Loved the blitzing, right? Like you said, yep. it was a different defense out there today. It was a different. It, it was very different, like surprisingly different, to the point where it didn't look the same at all other than having the same players. It looked completely overhauled, yeah. which is hard to do in a week, but we'll see if this was a game plan specifically for the Jags. I hope not. And see if it's what they plan on doing the rest of the year, because uh, you know, the blitzes seemingly worked. They had good designs to them. We saw more stunts today. We like basically saw zero stunts before, which gave the you know running backs of the other teams clear lanes. Oh, there's a lane. Go through it. Uh, that was gone today. They clogged holes much better. Penasini looked good. 
and and <laughs> just gonna be an adult yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be an adult i claim to be an but, adult. <laughs> but they they clogged lanes well before the running back could get there it kind of forced jacksonville to throw more than i think they wanted to they're you know they're already one of the top throwing teams in the nfl as far as how much they throw mm-hmm. uh but you know, you got to give your guys chances. We saw more zone. You know, most of the blitzes came on zone coverage, uh, which allowed uh, us to tackle in the open field a little bit easier. A lot of a lot of good game planning today, which is maybe the first time this year we can say for a fact that as a whole, the game plan looked good. Not that just that we just outplayed them, but that everything looked good. The uh, even in man coverage, a lot of times it was called out, and we looked good out there covering in man. I mean, we we mm-hmm. now look, we're not playing against Devonte Adams, right, <laughs> or Julio Jones. That's next next week, um, <laughs> and that's another conversation we need to have. But we looked really good out there. We looked really really good in our coverage out there today. Now this is a game in which. The refs allowed a whole lot of um, touching me, touching you. <laughs> go on and not throw flags, but <laughs> it, it was it was there. Um, going back though to the the holes you were talking about not being there for the running game. Conversely, on the Lions side, uh, mm-hmm. Swift, holy cow, it was so great. I felt great for him to see him have that game, that finally breakout game, hundred yards. What did he get? One hundred and thirty. I don't know if it was that much. I'd have to look at the stats. Someone yeah, someone hit me on Twitter about it, and um, I, I have to go back and 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 find it here. Sorry if I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it because there's so much that flies by. But um, you got you got a uh, it was what Kevin Jones they were talking about since uh, someone had gotten 130 yards and it looked like Swift was on his way. 116. 116. Okay, still 100 yard game. That's always good and and a rarity for the Lions. So much for a player to get there, especially with the the committee thing going right. Adrian will get yep. the ball and and that. But Swift had some really good yards. He had some great speed. That's what I love to see when he got into the second level. Um, the one really really young, uh, long run he had down the right side there. Um, I think. And again, he's young. He does his thing. He was trying to he tried to pull a little juke and get around him because he knew he didn't have a shot at the end zone. I think with his speed, if he'd have just kept at it, the other oh, yeah. guy's tank would have end would have run out of gas before his did. I think he would have been able to outrun him, and I don't know that he had the confidence to do that. Still rookie, whatever. Looked great. Not a lot of passes to him. I think they're not, that he's still not ready. Uh, we saw it when he played receiver there. He didn't recognize the cover, the coverage, and to, to pull up and, and turn for the ball. That's okay. It comes, it comes, it comes. But mm-hmm. Swift, I have to say, I had he had a great game, and I feel great for that kid. Oh yeah, yeah, he killed that safety. Uh, twenty nine. What was his name? Um, just trucked. Him. Oh, trucked him. <laughs> he just buried him. It was great. That kid. Uh, great game for Swift. Great game for Swift. Love it. Great win for the team today. Uh, really cool stuff. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hand it off to you. Uh, let me hit the the um. The phone number really quick here, uh, Sam, man. Uh, 248-782-8384. You want to give us a call? 248-782-8384. Give us a ring. We'll have you on the show. We can celebrate together. It's not a therapy session today. It's a little bit of celebration. Uh, Loretto, we got him on the uh, uh, the Super Chat. Thank you so much, brother, for the Super Chat. Did you see the AP catch? I didn't even know he could catch a football. <laughs> <laughs> He, now, it was Bevel that, that discovered he could catch a football, right, years ago? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it is. It's a, it's a fun wrinkle 
when they throw the ball to AP. Yeah. Because I feel like most teams know he's not going to catch it. And right. now they, when he pops out after blocking, teams have to kind of respect it because he has caught the ball this year for us. Yep. Which kind of opens things up. You know, that's always been the downside to Adrian Peterson is that he's in there. You know, he's probably going to run the football. He's not a super great blocker. He's not a super great pass catcher, but he's a super good running back. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think the Lions are kind of utilizing him a little differently than he's been used in the past. And I think it's, you know, it's good. a good thing. Yeah. Hey, caller, what's your name? How many have you had to drink today? Hey, it's Neil. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Uh, Neil. In Kentucky? I'm, uh, yes, yes, Neil <laughs> in Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> um, I haven't had any beer today, but I've had some uh, CBD-like products. Nice, nice. Uh, I will plead the fifth on that. Anyway, so <laughs> my question is, um, well, actually, uh, small thing first. Um, I had said in, in the chat like multiple weeks ago, I had a, a hot take that, it was, uh, that I, I'm now feeling stupid about, is that by the end of the year, I could see Gardner Minshew being considered a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford. Um, because I think we're just coming off the loss at Green Bay, and I know that sounds crazy. I'm a big Minshew fan, and now you know I'm wanting to change my, my take. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, I have seen a lot of people say in the chat and online, you know, Stafford looks like not the same quarterback and, you know, lingering back issues and things like that. And I wanted to ask um, from the season, I really think that he started as a pro with that Jim Schwartz, you know, 10 and six year where he threw 5,000 yards. I feel like starting from there on, is this the worst you have seen Stafford play in his career? Hmm. That's tough. 2016 was pretty wonky, but we had a bunch of comebacks and we were winning. So it feels different. Quarterback scrutiny is weird in that you can still not play as good, but if you win, people kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. When you're, when you play bad as a quarterback and you lose, you kind of eat all the, you know, all the criticism. I would say that his, Footwork and his technical throwing is probably the worst I've seen it since Jim Caldwell came in here. You know, there was, there was a couple years towards the end of Jim Schwartz, 2013, 2012, where it was like, eh, you know, and that was the big thing. We got to bring in a coach to fix Stafford. Something's wrong with Stafford. We got to fix him. I think that's, that's long enough ago now that we probably don't think about it as much, but this year has definitely not not been great it's probably you know bottom two if you exclude his injured years yeah and i'm going to scream recency bias and well i'm going to i'm going to fall prey to recency bias let me put it that way um i i, I this this year i was terrified i was absolutely terrified about what matthew stafford we we had anymore and, and we're getting because um he just did not look like the same guy um I was worried. I was really worried. Today, I feel a lot better. When 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 Stafford brings out the sidearm, you know that he's feeling he's feeling it. You know what I mean? He's got a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, some oats ready to sow. So beware, you might not. You might be seeing another Stafford child on the way. Uh, <laughs> there's something going on though, because he he was feeling it there, and and he was doing it. pressure. A lot of pressure today that he had to deal with, but uh, he rolled he rolled with it, and that was great. Wow, Jamie, thank you. Told you the donations would go up with every win. Go Lions. Jamie, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I hope they win out, my man. <laughs> You're awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, 
So yeah, I feel like this was Stafford's low point um, up until today. This bye week seemed to, t- to seem to do a lot. Now I do want to pump the brakes a little, right? I don't want us not to celebrate and enjoy it, and that's what this is about. We, you know, it's about the the therapy after a loss and the celebration when we win, right? It is the Jaguars we're talking about, but even so, they're an NFL team with NFL quality players, and they get a say in the game. And the Lions came out and played differently than they have against the other teams they played this season. And they looked really good. Like Sam Ann said, we're hoping it's not a schematic thing. We're hoping this is a perpetual thing. We're going to see this going forward. But if this was the team that I saw on the field throughout the year so far, and we were had the same record we have today, I'd feel a heck of a lot better about the team. I can tell you that. I caught him cool. typing. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and one last, qu- one last quick question: Can I now roster Swift in my fantasy league? Ooh, uh, are you playing against me? <laughs> no. Okay. No, yeah, go no. for it. Figured, uh, figured, <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> um, I it's hard because the whole running back by committee thing is so big in the NFL. Um, oh God, <laughs> Sam man, F and chat to to Blitzmore. Thanks for the super chat there, Sam man. Um, <laughs> I uh, Swift. I think he's a flex guy right now. I think you're going to see more out of him. Um, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. What about you, Sam man? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I th- you know I think he's a boomer bust guy. If if you've got him on your bench and maybe you know your next best option is only going to get you six or seven points got some guys on a buy. Yeah, go for it. See what happens. You could get a game like this, but this is the first game where we've actually seen usage out of him. Yep. And it seemingly was after his big run. So it's kind of weird. Like uh, I think that they've talked about going with the hot hand before. And after he hit that 54 yarder, I think they kind of let him do his thing. You know, they ran three times in a row to get him the touchdown. And, you know, I think uh, we might see more of this, but I don't know if I would bet on it. Yep. And per se. so I got a couple things to hit on and Hey, caller, I'm going to let you run. We got a couple calls coming in. I want to hit this point. If you don't mind. Thanks All, for right, calling so All right. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. Call him caller. I know who he is. Um, let's see. Okay. A uh, couple things really quick do, 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 do Jim, we beat the bad, we beat a bad team, but we beat a bad team the way we should. Right. And that's, that's it. We, we had a big win out here. We stomped the team. Let's remember it's been a long time since the lions did that. Also, Brett Kuzno, uh, how you doing, man? Good. Good to see you, brother. Thanks so much for the super chat. Drank too much. Not enough. It's a celebration. You get plenty of time, my friend. Plenty of time. <laughs> and, the day is not over. And Mike Hodges, Mike, thanks so much. He's a Patreon guy too. Love, love having him around. Uh, Jamie, you're making it tough to keep up. <laughs> All right. Caught up, I gotta get. I gotta, I gotta keep everything lined up. Let me really quick hit the St. Jude thing, because even though uh, Neil gave me a great shot to to talk about CBD, um, our St. Jude site is up and running. Uh, the donation site right now, and you know, as you guys know, November sixth, we're doing the twenty four hour podcastathon for St. Jude, and um, we have a spot you can go. It's set up with St. Jude via Tiltify. They all work together. It's this big, you know, donations place. But go to give. DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Give.DetroitLionsPodcast.com and you'll start the thermometer rolling. Now, I do want to tell you, 
I don't want to tell you not to give. It's a good idea maybe if you want to budget it over time or whatever. But Case and I were going to set up a whole bunch of challenges to do throughout the 24-hour um, podcast-a-thon that you guys can, if you remember the draft where you had me drinking a bunch of Jaeger, <laughs> we're, we're going to stick away from the booze a little bit, at least for the first 22 hours right, of the of the show because we don't want to fall asleep halfway through. But um, we Has have, that happened? Has somebody fallen asleep on the show before? Um, Case passed out once. <laughs> Which is where this one came from. I'm toast. <laughs> I, I actually, I, it was like our first or second, it was our first post game show, live one. And he thought it'd be kind of fun to be drunk on it. He thought it'd be kind of funny. And he got so, I mean, like he stopped talking. I had to text his wife and say, hey, will you check on him? I'm, wor- I'm worried about him that maybe he's, he's something's wrong, right? She's, he came up. He's like, guys, <laughs> I'm toast. <laughs> <laughs> it was so wasted. Oh, man. So anyway, we'll have a lot of those. Head on over to give.detroitlionspodcast.com. It'll kick you over to the page where we're going to do the donations. That's going to do a live tracker. We're going to have names scrolling by, like you see them scrolling on the bottom of the screen now. It will be uh, those who donated. And it's got the thermometer. We'll have that to track it as well. Uh, we're going to do a lot of really, really good stuff with that. Uh, so uh, give.detroitlionspodcast.com. We can start with the St. Jude donations now. We've got, we do have a big goal this year we're trying to get to, so anything you guys can do to help with that. Uh, November 6th, 24-hour podcast-a-thon. A lot of guests, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm, I'm going to be in Detroit this coming week, working on this a little bit, get some things straightened away, and have lunch with Sam Ann, possibly, and Riz and uh, Tony Ortiz. We're all getting together, do all that kind of stuff. So it'll be fun. So uh, give.detroitlionspodcast.com. Stick with us through the St. Jude thing. We want to bring Christmas to the kids here this year. And uh, see what we can do about making life better for some sick kids who who deserve a much much better life than the one they've rolled for and got right now. So let's yep. try to help that. Let's help that happen. All right, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Oh, I missed him. Ah, that's what happens sometimes. Okay. Oh, here he is. Now I got him. I'll say it again. Caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? There you are. How you doing? Hey, hey what's up? It's Mo from the Creek. Mo! <laughs> Mo from the Creek. It's scary now. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up behind my what's house. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing, man? Oh, good. I haven't had anything to drink yet, but I did have a couple of Verners. I always have Verners for some reason while I'm watching my Lions. because my because you have an upset stomach. stomach, just like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. First and foremost, I want to say go Swifty. I've been rooting for that guy. Man, I'm so glad he bounced back. I'm so glad he bounced back. Mm -hmm. So am I, man. (laughs) You know, being being in Atlanta, I I caught wind of watching the UGA game. So when we drafted him, I I knew what we were getting in him. And so when he dropped the pass, you know, first game, I felt so bad for him because I know he's a talented guy, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, man, but this, this today's game, I was like, this is a complete team. This is a, defense was on point. Uh Stafford looked like I'm 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 gonna say I'm a Stafford fan. I'm I mean, I think Stafford brought us back to relevance, you know, mm-hmm. love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't know in in my Lions groups on Facebook, I always ask before Stafford who do you who do you say? Oh, if we had such and such still, we don't. Who are you gonna say? Scott Mitchell, Eric Kramer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, who are you gonna say before Stafford? You know what I'm saying? So, 
I, I, I like Stafford. You know, he, he gets busy. <laughs> I, I do think that Lions fans take him for granted in a lot of ways in that we've had him yeah. here so long yeah. that we don't really remember what it's like to not have a competent quarterback under center. And we kind of got some yeah. of that last year. We got to watch some of it when he got injured. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, they, yeah. people take him for granted, I think. And I was, yeah. when they called him a veteran, it kind of stunned me a little bit today. Just because I, I yeah. still don't think of him as like a veteran quarterback. He's still, to me, he's super young and we're going to have him forever. But it's when we sit down and start thinking about the games and like, like how he played the earlier part of the season. I'm like, that guy's old. I mean, he's, I mean, he's not old. I, I'm old, right? <laughs> he's only 32. <laughs> but um, I mean, <laughs> he's as old as the Rams coach. What are we talking about? No, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, as far as quarterbacks go, I mean, you know, like we've talked about it, Brady and Breeze have kind of stretched the expectation for quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, yeah. To, to be so long. And you know, playing, play, go ahead. and you know, playing for the Lions, it's like we always had a bad line. So, our players, our quarterbacks and, you know, offensive guys, they age a couple more because they don't have no no blockers or, you know, they don't have the protection that they need. So I, I give it to Stafford for sticking around for 12 years. Oh, it happens to fans, man. I'm, I'm 17 years old. Look what it did to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy, this team. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you guys were after today's game and seeing – the November schedule. Do you think we could run the table in November um, with the upcoming schedule? I think that this upcoming schedule is the easiest schedule that Matt Patricia has ever faced. Am I confident in saying that we, that we're going to run the table? Yeah, we'll see if we get another game like this one, another two games like this one, I'll start to feel better. Um, but that's okay. kind of been the the thing with Matt Patricia, right? Is that we have like a good game and then things collapse and then we have a good game and then things collapse. But I think if yeah. we're going to go on a run, this is the time. Yeah. This is this is when it's going to happen. Yeah. So I got to hit these two super chats. Yeah. Loretto uh, hit us with, I'm not scared of the Vikings, but what the hell with the Bears? Uh, for reals, right? I think we miss we swapped the Vikings and Bears in our preseason predictions. That's that's obviously what happened because I can't sleep on the Bears anymore, right? I can't say that they're outplaying. Yeah. They're, they're gonna, it's like wow. Um, and and then Matt he comes in with the Bears are legit without Lightning Mitch in the background, and that's it. That's that's completely it. I mean, without Trubisky and putting Foles in there, all they needed. I mean, they only needed a quarterback. That's what we've been saying, you know, for a couple years now. And they've been able, been able to, to kind of step that up, and mm, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'll say for yeah. the upcoming schedule, after the Val- the Falcons destroyed the Vikings today, I should probably be yeah. more afraid of them. They've they've always had our number. <laughs> and the thing I was really worried about is they fired their coach. And look at what they did. They did so great. We need to fire ours so we can do better. Right? I, I just <laughs> just hearing that shit. Um. But I think I think what we saw from the 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 Falcons was a, a drunken bounce back. Like they hit sobriety one day, they're going to fall back to to their level of talent. I just don't think that the Falcons are going to be that great team. Now they are there. It'll be it'll probably be a closer game than today. I think we've got the the Falcons though. I think like it was an anomaly today. Uh, the Colts game actually worries me a little bit. I, I, I they're yeah. they're not a bad team with Philip Rivers there. Uh, that's not a gimme. They're not a great team, right? But it's not a gimme. I I say at the Vikings, I feel I I, I don't want to 
you know, ball walk too much, but I feel like we can win that. I feel like we can beat the 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 uh, the Washington football team. It's hard not to say the other one. Uh, <laughs> you get the Panthers. Um, that's the Panthers and the Texans are, are toss ups right now. We I, I can't even predict them, right? I mean, Christian McCaffrey comes back yeah. all of a sudden. He's he's fresh, and the Panthers are looking good. That's or he doesn't, right? We'll see. And then the Texans without a coach, yeah. who knows where that shit show's going? Romeo Cornell, he he, he may have like a a heart attack by then. <laughs> who knows, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen? So I think for a yeah. while we got some teams we can beat. The Colts is probably the scariest game I have, though the the Falcons gave me a little nervous like tick after yeah. the game today. Yeah, that's the thing with the NFL. Like you can't really look at records because it's still at any given Sunday league. Like. The sorriest team can just mm-hmm. the 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 sun could just be shining on that team that Sunday, you know, and it just so happens to be the Lions Sunday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Mo from the Creek, everything else going okay? Are we are we we're feeling good awesome. going into the Falcons? I mean, it's, it's a second away game in a row, right? But we had a big win away this week, so I think that carries us well. I'm a. I'm going to tell you about this Falcons game coming up. I'm going to tell you how COVID messed us up because I had a couple of my buddies flying into town. Mm-hmm. We all had this planned out. Uh, they was going to fly into Atlanta. We was going to go down to the Bend Stadium and shut it down with the rest of the Lions fans and do this massive tailgate. And thank you, 2020, for ruining our plans. <laughs> <laughs> Or for course. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to be going to Atlanta. Uh, Malcolm, um, another guy who is uh, um, a, a big listener and uh, one of the Patreon guys and all that, um, he came up uh, when, when Sandman did the sweet when sweet Sandman did the sweet sweet for us last year in the Dallas game and we got to elevate ourselves above the the dregs of the Dallas fans that were in the stands. <laughs> um, <laughs> Malcolm was there too. Uh, he He's down in Atlanta. We got uh, Q who's down in Atlanta and he flies up for every uh, Lions home game. It was like it was almost going to be like a mini home game in Atlanta. I was so stoked to go there and and just oh, light it up and have a good time. And, and it was like... yeah. This is really sucks. I think I think it would have been a Lions invasion. I think because it's, it's just like so many people from Michigan are down here, and it's, I just think that stadium would just would have been blue all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I feel like sitting here in Tampa. I, I this you talk about really getting hosed, right? Rarely are games around, especially when I lived in California. They were never near me, but now um, yeah. I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh yeah, there was the Jags. There's the Falcons. Uh, uh, we're playing the Titans. We're taking the, the, the Buccaneers. These are all teams that are like relatively local, and only one time would I have to fly to Detroit. I'm like, this is easy, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so that's it is what it is, man. Yeah. All right, but other man. than that, I'm I'm flying high today. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys. You, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate winning you Sunday. Yeah. Celebration, celebration Sunday, celebration Monday, man. Yeah. Eat it up and love it. Yes, sir. And after next week, we're going to be 500 team, 500 football team, ladies and yes. gentlemen. <laughs> yes, sir. Wouldn't that be so 2020? We make it actually make it to the playoffs and win a game. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just, just think, and somebody had mentioned this in the chat earlier. Just imagine 
Adrian Peterson winning a Super Bowl with the Lions. Ever would that have ever occurred to anybody ever in the history of man before 2020? Nope. Nope. Calvin Johnson unretires to play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Suspended for weeds for weed use at a game. <laughs> <laughs> Next day signs a supplier so of pain points. relief for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Half the, the halftime show will be uh, Insane Clown Posse and Eshawn. <laughs> they'll call it the, they'll call it the Half Pound Show. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> All right, Mo. Hey, thanks for calling, man. It was good talking to you. All right. All uh, right. You too, man. All right. Appreciate you. Uh, you too. Later. See you. All right, got another caller. Hey, Brett, how you doing, man? How many have you had? It's been a few. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I I mean, my best estimate probably wouldn't get close. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for taking the call. Nice to talk to you guys. Andy, Chris, nice to hear you. Yeah, nice to have you on. Always good. Glad to. So, So here's my question. So my big thing is I get the Lions are coming out of the bye, but that was the most dominant defensive performance we've seen from them this year. Mm-hmm. The Jags offense has not been awful. Their defense nope. has been awful. So we expected to go up and down the field on that defense, which we did. But that our defense today just really, really showed up. So is this the product of two weeks of game planning or – have they started to get things figured out? Well, I would say that this game plan was so different from their standard game plan that it it almost has to be that because there's this wasn't a standard defense that we saw today. Not a standard Matt Patricia defense anyway. Um, you know, I think they took the bye week as an opportunity to prepare themselves for a little bit of a changeover. More blitzes, more zone coverage, more things that they normally don't do. And it it definitely showed up today. I think it either caught the Jaguars off guard. They weren't prepared for what they saw. And to be honest, neither was I, or, uh, you know, that they just put it all together magically, but I I think it was scheme. I think maybe Corey Unlin maybe had a little bit more control. Maybe Matt Patricia finally looked in the mirror long enough to see that, this defense is not working the way that he has it drawn up and they need to make changes. And they thought two weeks was enough time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was this. Was, I mean, go ahead. Brad. I mean, that's my question because they, they definitely, whether or not the sacks came home, they had so much dude that I was shocked that they were mm-hmm. in his face as much as they were. Yeah, no, it was it was it was it was ideal, right? It was what, exactly what we've been wanting, and and that's what I said earlier. If if we this defense had played and we were at the same record this time of the year, you know, right now as we are right now, but we had this defense playing that time with that kind of uh, force and 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 just kind of like force of nature and the, and and having a rush and all that kind of stuff, I wouldn't be so mad. I'd say, oh yeah, that we're a swift catch away, you know, from from you know, I could easily look at those other games and and and. Uh, make an excuse or, or, or have a better feeling about this team. 
if they had played like they did today and they and and they hadn't right so boy if this stays i feel really really good about it i love that you said the words jags and off because when you said jags off earlier it, that's going to be a, a a cut later when you said as a drop <laughs> that was just that's I like my brain focus on that i quit i quit hearing you for like three sentences after that because i'm like 12 right <laughs> that's all i said is to get the jags off um so anyway that's that. But um yeah, no, no. I think I think this is this is a step forward. Will they inculcate this into their culture? Will this become who this defense is? Is this Corey Unlin taking over from Matt Patricia? Matt Patricia actually admitting because let's face it, you know, Greg Jennings said something and as dumb as he was for most of the the broadcast and as little sh- uh, prep as he obviously did before the week started, the one thing he mentioned over and over, and I think it's a great point, is is the bye week is when you do a lot of self scouting. And you look at your own team and you say, where are we? What are we doing? And, and this defense could very well be a product of that, including Matt Patricia, who I think self-scouts very well. He doesn't do a lot of good adjustments game week to week, game to game. He does a scheme and really believes in it. But as we've seen in the off seasons, he's made major shifts in all kinds of areas around the team, the coaching, what he does, how he relates to players, all that sort of thing. This I hope is the result of some serious self-scouting they've done to see like if, if Unlin was the guy here and he stepped up and took this thing to the next level, whatever happened, or maybe Patricia was hands off and now he got his fingers in it and made it. whatever it was that made the change in the defense this week. That's what I want to see every week. That's, that's what I want because it kept us in the game. It kept, I mean, yeah. it, it, the offense kept them off the field too. Those, those drives were not quick little, uh, yeah. little three and out failures or, or quick little interceptions or whatever. It, it was just the perfect blend. I mean, it was three phases of the team working well today. Again, got to give, give a lot of love to Braden Coombs for special teams because mm-hmm. they killed it. Prater's field goals, it was windy, you know, the call's questionable. That's the ones on, on Patricia, whatever. But it didn't, you know, put us in super danger or anything. Um, but special teams was great. The team played all three phases of the game really well. I, I would love to see this team every week. I would I would be a fan. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, my son and I, when we were watching it, we were, we, we were of two minds because we were a little disappointed that Jack Fox didn't get to punt enough, but you know, <laughs> but every time, what the, the couple of times he did have to punt, we're like, hey, new punt God, let's go. But, uh, <laughs> but um, Loretto, but no, I mean, uh, it, it was a great, it was an absolutely great game and hopefully it can carry on. Uh, it's, I swept one over a hundred yards. This game was so fun to watch. So hopefully with Atlanta next week, I think that's on the road, right? Yes. Atlanta it is yep. in Atlanta. So no, I mean, I know they had a good, good. Yeah, I knew they showed up well today, but hopefully we can keep it care because nobody thought we were going to dominate Jack. Everybody thought these are, you know, it was a toilet bowl. Toilet bowl. They're going to both freaking shoot each other in the foot Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, they're, you know, it's going to be the thirty-one. Whatever. Whoever's defense failed last was really the 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 going into it, right? I, it, oh, we're losing you. Brett. Brett, I'm going to let you go, brother. We're losing you off the. Sorry about that. Well, I'll get off. Oh, yeah. No problem. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. All right. See Later. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, you too, Bye. man. All right. Jags it off. really is true, though, that this team hasn't put it all together like this in a while. And we all get that the Jaguars are not, you know, Super Bowl bound. We didn't beat a 
crazy team, but an NFL team's an NFL team. We've lost to bullshit teams before, but we rarely win the games. It feels like rarely we win the games that we're supposed to win. And so when we do, and when we do, it's not like this. Yes. You know, it's not a, it's not, you know, a blowout per se, you know, where, you know, we get to feel good the whole game, you know? So, all right. uh, A couple things, Adam in the, in the chat. No, you know what? We know they're bad again, like, like, like Sam just said, but just know that um, it's celebration Sunday. We can celebrate the win because we got it, and it was a convincing win. It wasn't a squeaker. So just stay with us on, on, on today and tomorrow, and then we'll start talking about the old uh, the old party time in uh, in Atlanta that we got coming up. We, we're going to string a couple uh, together, five of six or something like that, uh, I think. And it's going to be a weird place for Lions fans. It's gonna there's going to be a dichotomy of the 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 regime needs to be removed. And well, and and Loretto, I've got to give him credit with a super chat because I I love I love this kind of positivity. I absolutely do because it's too easy to be negative around this team. He says, I don't know if my math is correct, but are we only half a game out of the wild card? I know it's early. <laughs> it is early, but I will take that and uh, we'll roll with early. it. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Uh, this is uh, Matt from Seattle, and I have had nothing to drink because I'm. Well, I'm working on a paper for my master's degree. <laughs> oh, man. that's I, I, I yeah. have to admit my papers. <laughs> I always wrote with alcohol and then edited sober. And again, and it worked for me when I got my master's. <laughs> the f- no, that that would be good. It's been 20 years since I've written any academic writing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I, I'm confident <laughs> in my writing right. and stuff, but I'm like, how do I form an argument? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I did my, my thesis literally flying back and forth from Germany with bottles and bottles of wine. And then I then I got home and spent weeks editing it. But I got everything. I, you know, it's it's so much easier when you're not working with a blank sheet of paper. And it's so much easier to fill oh, that thing sure. up with something, at least, <laughs> when you're full of wine. I agree. All right. What do you got going on in Seattle, brother? Okay. So I had a couple things. Like, I <laughs> You know, I've been trying to contact for a couple of weeks. One, I want to point out, like, make a point that has nothing to do with today, but it kind of will lead into it. Sure. Um, for some reason, I feel positive about the ownership, and people can do, feel however they want about my claim. But um, I really believe that Sheila isn't going to put up with the normal crap <clears throat> that we had to deal with under say William Clay, you know, like it does, I, I haven't heard any reports about Sheila trying to go out for lunch with uh, the coaching staff or, or Bob Quinn, you know, to just like have beers or something. Um, so I actually feel like we're in a good place in terms of ownership. And then, so the uh, organization will constantly try to do what's best for the team to create a winning product, because I think they're going to start seeing really, really, really at this point start seeing because of all the backlash and COVID and all that stuff that if they don't uh, put a competitive product on the field in any way, they're going to start losing revenue and it's going to start hitting them in the pocketbook. So that's one thing. If you want to respond to that, if you don't want to, I have, I'll, I'll make my second point. <laughs> I've never really had an issue with ownership <laughs> with the lines. I wasn't active enough when William Clay was an owner, uh, you know, except for the end of his, you know, reign. Uh, but that being said, you know, I think we need to give Sheila time. You know, she's a member of the Ford family. She's going to catch flack for being a member of the Ford family. Mm-hmm. But so far, everybody's 
been different. When Martha came in, she, you know, drove around on her golf cart and shot people with paintball guns. If you got hit, you were fired. You know, uh, that was new. And I think if that you, didn't, uh, you were starting running back. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Sheila has to be given an opportunity to fail or succeed mm-hmm. one way or the other. She's got to, she's got to do it and we'll find out, but I definitely don't think she's a problem. Let me, yet. let me just kind of give you guys, everybody some context, right? If you've, if you've been in a relationship, you know, this uh, man or woman, if you're a woman and, and, and your, your, uh, other, your significant other says, you're just like your mother <laughs> or you're a guy. And they say, you're just like your dad. 90% of the people are going to take serious offense at that, <laughs> that kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Right. I would not assume right. that Sheila is the same as Martha. I would not assume that just because they're in the same family, they're the same. There's a huge diversity of thinking amongst members of the same family. I would go ahead and roll with it and 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 and, and, and let it be. I don't have a problem with ownership. Uh, I do want to point out Mike Mike Hodges again in the in the chat is saying something that's very, very true. And I, I don't want to use this as a predictor for anybody. I don't want to put anything out there yet. But three games, three weeks left in the season, the Giants, who won the Super Bowl, were less than 500 team, right? You just got to get in. You just got to get in. And once you're in, the silliest stuff happens. Again, I'm not saying that anything like that's going to happen, but with the extra wild card this year, the fact that it has been 2020 and so insane, nothing's off the table just yet. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, just, 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 just imagine this, right? We, we somehow back into that third wild card spot. We make a march like the Giants did that year, and they roll their way to the Super Bowl. Okay, this is obviously all make believe, right? But can you imagine? Sure. You think there's a dichotomy of Lions fans now? The people that want to fire the regime <laughs> so bad that they actually don't want the team to win, right? <laughs> that they're 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 rooting for a loss right now. Can you imagine where they're gonna be? the cognitive dissonance that they would be at that point in their life. They had, there, there's going to be a run on Prozac and Zoloft and everything else in Detroit. <laughs> CBD like that. oil. Yeah. yeah. CBD, the whole thing. Uh, I can't admit. No, again, it's not going to happen, right? You're talking about such a crazy, crazy, crazy scenario. But th- you're looking at some crazy version of that if this team shows up at 8-8 eight and eight this year, right, and 9-7. and seven, right. And I think it's going right. to be a rough rough off season to be a lions fan no matter what side of that kind of fence you fall on it's going to be a rough season and um everyone just get along that's what we want we want everyone to get along but celebration sunday okay go ahead man i know we took off with you on the on the ownership thing go ahead and hit your uh the other point here that's fine i just wanted to make that so and my other thing was uh, you know because there's always like that diversity of opinion in 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 the chat and then you know on reddit and whatnot and, uh, you know, like you were saying, you have the haters who are just like, you know, these guys will never be winners and, and whatnot. And the truth is, is we don't know. We simply don't know. And as fans, we are supposed to feel good after a win. You can't tell me that when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, all 19 freaking years that they seem to do that, um, that if they stomped on a crap team, that their fans weren't out there going, yeah, we beat them. You know, they were, they were totally celebrating this, right? Yeah. Just because the Lions beat a bad team does not mean that you have to diminish the win. It's a win. And so you take the win and then you move forward. Now, what you do with that is you you have to expect that to grow. And if you don't experience like growth in the team, then that's when you look for evidence. But this whole thing of like, like, and and, and it's, it's logical fallacy. It's just illogical to simply go, well, you know, they won, but you know, 
my uncle dropped a, a ball on his foot on Sunday and it, you know, and it's some stupid reason like from the past, it has nothing to do with right now. And so like, we're supposed to feel good about a win. Now what we have to do is move forward and then look and see what happens is does the defense adjust? Is there consistent, you know, reflection on that type of thing? And so like, I think as fans, because it's been so crap and I lived through the Matt Millen era, that was, mm-hmm. you know, Barely. that was horrifying. Yeah. I have to, you know, you, you so, talk about the celebration piece, sorry, and and, and the, the playoffs little ditty that I did. They kind of tie together here, and, and they go to where you're thinking, you know, celebrating the win uh, in the chat, Hannah. If the Lions even make it to the playoffs, I'd say everything I personally missed out on and experienced in 2020 because in 2020 because of COVID is worth it. <laughs> I'd have to say I, I probably agree. I probably fully agree with that one. Yeah. Um, but no, no, you do. You celebrate the wins, and you take them, and, then, and that's what we saw with um, – with Schwartz, we saw those wins growing. I mean, he was the right guy to take a team that was just had not, no soul and take it from 0-16 and, and build it. And it felt like the right time to hand off to Caldwell, who could take it to the next level. And it felt like the right time to hand off to Patricia, and it hasn't been kind of what we expected. And it feels like we're back in that spot, though, where we got to build on these wins to where we start expecting to win, right? Where winning becomes part of what this team does on the regs. And... um worrying about losing it has to go away fans will do that but it has to go away from the team and i'm i worry that the team has a little bit of that going on we talked earlier about swift and and again a lot of that stuff seemed to really be getting to his head uh about his play the mistakes the mental errors and it was good for him he needed this game to to kind of shake himself free yeah he did all right brother hey i'm gonna Oh, you got another one? Go ahead. I'll, yeah, I'll let you get one more in. No, those were my points. I was just gonna. I was just gonna. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always feel bad being too quick on that. That they get rid of them button. You know. No. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, you're great. You're fine. That was all I had to say. All right, brother. Have a good one. Have a good one. Yep. See ya. All right. One more. Um, we're, we're, we are running. We have a little bit of a hard stop today. Um, no. We're gonna we're gonna keep it going here for a little bit. Uh, Caller, what's your name? How much you had to drink? Hey, and why are hey, you alliance? Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. That was a great game to watch. Mm-hmm. That was fun for Lions, Lions fan. It didn't. So, I yeah, only I had dread for a little bit. <laughs> hmm. He, he said he had only had dread for a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to call in and give a shout out to Matt Patricia. This this game playing this week was fantastic as you guys saw in the slack chat uh i literally bumped my game plan predictions thread thing probably 10 times uh it was it was fantastic game playing strategy going in it was very clear that they properly utilized the bye week mm-hmm. uh and and they really did a great job both mp and bevel i'll give them a little bit of credit for this too um really attacking and exploiting the weaknesses that Jacksonville has. It might not have been the best use of our personnel. Some guys struggled a little bit and so on. Uh, but really hammering home DeAndre, I talked about that all week in the Slack chat, and bringing the pressure against Garner Minshew. Uh, tons and tons of blitz plays this week. And we saw it work out. The interception, among other things, the strip sack with Trey Flowers, uh, both a couple of big-time plays. So... Uh, really, really pleased with the game planning and the strategy uh, that we, we really utilized this week. Yeah, I think the key will be, will it continue? Next week. Yeah. Will we see it again? 
Because we've seen this before in the past. We saw it versus the Patriots year one, where everybody was like, oh, God, it's happened. This team is a team, and then it collapsed again. Um, but I will agree that in the past, it wasn't this big of a difference between week to week. Yeah. This bye week, it, this looks like a completely new defense. And we saw, you know, Curse obviously came back and is playing. Looked great. Looked great. Yeah, and he, he brought some edge to this team. You know, he brought a little bit of fire, like you mentioned earlier today, Chris. You know, we were hearing pads pop. Yeah. We were watching dudes lay each other out. Um, you know, that's something that we haven't really seen the rest of this year. So I'm hopeful that this game planning, that this smart adaptation to blitz and to use the run game the way they used it will continue that and that's the hope that we'll we'll have going into next week versus Atlanta and yeah we'll see though because Atlanta is not exactly the same thing as Jacksonville they have a much more experienced quarterback in Matt Ryan and they have a much better wide receiver core including Calvin Ridley and it looks like Julio Jones is probably going to be back uh, so you're going to have to play them very differently. You're probably going to see a little bit more dialing back on the pressure to account for the coverage difference, having to double Julio probably, maybe even double Calvin. Uh, so there's a lot more threats that you have to account for in that offense, whereas we didn't really have that today with Shark and Chanel. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, I'm got, we got one more caller trying to buy a bash in, and I want to see if I can get to yep. that. Um, we got, like I said, we got a hard stop we're going to run through. Thanks for the call, Chris. Love yep. it. Can't wait Love to see you break down. Yeah. All right, brother. We'll talk to you. Later. All right, Chris Robbins. All right, here we go. This is the one trying to get in. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Uh, this is D, man. You know I don't drink, buddy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> if anything, uh, where's, where's the hat at today? I got yeah, a, where's the hat today? I got a haircut. I felt like I'm going to show off this fancy new. It's a nice wig. looking haircut, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice, man. It looks really good. Thanks. It's, 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 people were starting to think I was bald, so I had to pull out like pull out the toupee and show them that. It... <laughs> this is some glue on hair. <laughs> oh man, what you got going, brother? Oh man, I'm sitting there watching uh, Roger throw another pick. That poor guy today. <laughs> no, we, we don't like the Packers. Right? Hard to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's two for him on the year. He's had like 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions this year. His first two. Yeah. He's due. Um, it's all the State Farm commercials took it out of him. That's what it must be. Right. Sick of those things. But look, man, uh, I know you guys are probably feeling good about this win, right? Sure. Yeah, I'll take any yeah. win. A win's a win, baby. I mean, I'll take the win. I'll take the win, but I'm not, I'm not, feeling, I'm not feeling great about it, though. I mean, if you... Yeah, I mean, the fact is, I mean, it's a bad team. We're supposed to be that team. Uh, I think, uh, like the last guy said, though, Atlanta's going to be a much, much tougher test. We'll see. Cause they're they're one and five, but they don't let that fool you. They're they're not a very, very bad team as the Jacksonville was. So what what, what you know, interests so. me about this is, and I want I'm going to have to watch it on the uh, on the Game Pass. Um, the way they got beat. It sounds a lot like what happened with Green Bay against Minnesota because it was they haven't they haven't been stomped like that except when they played Green Bay and I'm interested in in how they how they did that and I'm sure Matt Patricia and the rest of the team is pretty interested in how they were able to execute at that level as well. Um, Atlanta has looked like garbage all year, 
They fired their coach. I still think this is that kind of rebound mm-hmm. game. Um, I don't know that they can carry it to a second week, but you have two teams that both need to carry that win into this next week and both probably think they can beat each other and two quarterbacks who play basketball together in the offseason with their wives. So this will be an interesting game. This is going to be interesting how this plays out. This will be fun. Yeah, yeah, the Lions need it. The Lions absolutely need this game at at, at Atlanta. Uh, I'd feel a heck of a lot better if it was at home. I agree. Uh, simplified defense, right? Yeah, me too. It, it looked—I uh, mean, it looked better. But is, are we looking at fool's gold, or because or the Jacksonville team was so bad? I mean, what are we looking at here? So I—I I would have said that if it was a close game. But the the fact was that we we just dominated. We owned the game from, from buzzer to buzzer, mm-hmm. and we had a very very convincing win. Right? We didn't. We didn't crash out or give up a whole bunch of points ever. We did what we were supposed to against an NFL team. Anybody, I mean, if the New England Patriots would have beat them or Green Bay would have beat the Jags by the same score, and would say that's a respectable win, right? That's that's what I'd expect out of them over the Jags. So what we did against the Jags, even though it's the Jags, this is absolutely something to you know to put in your hat as a as a solid, well played, well schemed win. And um, again, we keep, this is the hard part is 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 this going to be the new reality or is this going to be um, a one a one a one hit wonder? And, and you you won't know you won't know. Atlanta is going to be a great test of it. Atlanta is going to be a great test because it's. I, I, I will say that no matter what happens next week, the defense probably won't look like this against Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if <laughs> no, they blitz and if they do more zone and if they're keeping the scheme slightly different. But Atlanta's got weapons. Atlanta's got a quarterback. Leo I think if Jones, we win this man. one, it's going to be you know a 35-32 sort of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, you know, it'll it'll be a shootout, and we'll have to see. You know, I guess the good news is is that Stafford looked better today than he has previously. Yep. So if he builds on that and oh, we definitely. get good Stafford and good offense, then you know, I guess we'll we'll see how we go, but. I'm with you. Next week's not a gimme. No, you know I said the uh, um, I said this to uh, another guy to uh, Matt Derry, locked on Lions. Uh, mm-hmm. th- this, but you got everyone talking about how the schedule lightens up and this should be, you know, they should go on a run, get a couple wins. I'm like, dude. I don't want to be the team that just beats the bad teams. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to be that dominant team that they kind of showed they were dead. Yep. And they do that to the good teams. And yeah. That's the te- that's the team we were with Caldwell, and mm-hmm. that and the expectation was that we were going to take that next step, and no. that's not what happened, or at least not yet. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to take too much from a, from a Jags win, right? In week five of what's been a pretty rough season so far, but. Um, you know the, those those turnarounds happen, so we'll see. We'll see what the team comes up with. We'll yeah. A win, a win against Atlanta would be a huge, huge bump for them. Um, and then heading from there into the the Colts, um, that's going to be another test. And then at the Vikings in Washington, I feel like feel really, really good. I'm I'm thinking that the we're going to know what we got in uh, Amani Arawarie and Jeff Okuda next week. That Atlanta game is going to be the super test of our corners. Yeah, and, and if Trufant comes back, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, uh, Okuda. You know, he's he's a rookie, and you know, he's going through his ups and downs. But Awarie, he he looks really good, man. I, I like that kid a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah, I really wanted him when we got him in the draft. I wanted him in the third round or the second round. I think it was the third when he first came up. And I was like, he was there. And I was just, Andy's laughing. Mm-hmm. He's November's. And, and that we got him in the fifth, I was I was so, so happy. But to see him grow into what I thought he could be, this is great. This is really, really great. And, I mean, with Jeff Okuda, you think two years from now, three years from now, how we're going to have locked down corners. I mean, that's, that is so big for a team. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be huge for us, especially as much passing is done in the NFL. That's gonna be just w- what a strength to have. Um, it, it's gonna give us time yeah, to go definitely. find replacement linebackers. <laughs> so when when Trufant comes back, then what do you do? I mean, do you put him? Do you let him go back in? I mean, what do you do? I think you have to put, and it, it sounds scary, but I almost feel like you have to put Okuda on Jones just for the pure fact that Jones will run away from all the rest of our cornerbacks. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's not ideal, but that's what we used to do with Darius Slay too. Right. Uh, you know, even when he wasn't playing so good, when he was first and second year, uh, you know, we would put him on the fast guys, no matter who it was. I think that's probably what they'll end up doing. We'll and if Trufant comes top. back, we'll probably see him in the slot a little bit more, um, you know, but they've got to get all three of those guys out there. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see the safety help too, right? For, mm-hmm. for Jones with Okuda, because I think that's the best way you can you can kind of nullify that. But then you start thinking down the our warrior as a second cornerback, that that's really good. That that's that's a first cornerback for a lot of teams, judged on how he played today and how he's been growing this year. This this is this bodes well. If they can shut down Jones um with Okuda and a safety that may be that may be the difference. That may be the difference. But hey, caller, I'm gonna let you go. We got a hard stop. I gotta I gotta skid out of here. I gotta get uh, Sam and Stafford out of here. He's got a family event, a uh, little celebration they're doing. So um, we're gonna roll, okay, brother? All right, take it easy. Right, nice to hear from you. See ya. All right, thanks for calling, man. Oh, see, I did it. I cut him off. It, it's every the world of digital, right? You click something, then you gotta wait for a second for the button to actually work, and then he starts talking. Just gotta put a bigger. Bigger delay on the button. Need a bigger button. <laughs> we need a bigger button. <laughs> I keep telling my girlfriend that. <laughs> they always hide that thing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, really quick. Maybe not as much this week after a win, but check out cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get yourself hooked up with uh, all the pain relief you want very via, if it's mental pain, a little bit of anxiety or something like that. It helps there. helps you with sleep like nothing you're going to feel. And uh, the the cream and the in the gummies I use them for for massive pain chill relief. This Delta Eight line, I'm telling you, um, it's legal. All fifty, all the stuff is legal. This is the this is my new bottle I just cracked. Um, I'm gonna turn my parents on to it this weekend when I or this week when I visit the uh, the D. I'll look at you already ready already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> already ready ready. <laughs> um, this Delta Eight stuff, I, I will tell you, and I, and I've gotten feedback from a lot of other folks. It's it you get all the benefits of CBD. But it comes with a body buzz too. I'm just straight up, I'm not even, <laughs> not even joking. It's there's no THC. There's nothing in there that makes it that makes it illegal. But this is really, really good stuff for 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 a legal thing. Has a warning a disclaimer on the top, right? You don't don't eat too much, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. It's their chill line, they call it, and uh, has Delta Eight. Any of the stuff with Delta Eight in it, you'll find uh, is is pretty potent. Um, I think you'll enjoy it, <laughs> but it will, it will. Um, I'm telling you like the sleep thing, 
Nothing wakes me up now. I sleep like a rock and I pop out of the bed in the morning, give it a little and and I'm up and I'm not groggy or anything else. There's no lasting defects or anything else. I get on and do my thing. Uh, love this stuff and absolutely like the rest of the stuff. We wouldn't be pushing it if we didn't believe in it. So uh, cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get yours now and, and you're going to love it. It's going to make you feel better no matter what ails you. All right. Um, let's see. That's I got to tell you about Amazon at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Go there. It's Halloween. Do all your shopping. Get your gifts, your your, your candy, your costumes. And, of course, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Okay, there you go. Remember, thank you so much for joining us this week. We appreciate you all. <laughs> Remember, this show needs your involvement. Use the comments and the subreddit to give us your feedback. We appreciate your feedback. And we, uh, if you can't give us the five stars and all the other places, it helps us understand why and to get better and tailor our show to what you're looking for. Uh, don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. The very, very, very best and most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. You will get there for as little as a dollar a month donation. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Facebook, Detroit Lions, uh, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast. The Detroit Lions Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast, the very best place to see CBD Sandman Stafford. <laughs> With no pants on. <laughs> you, you got my button. It's, it's just a little <laughs> bit late, but it's good. <laughs> uh, call us on Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, or on the Lions line at 929-33-Lions, 929-335-4667. Call us there. We'll put you on the, it's Tuesday or Wednesday, the weekly podcast with uh, Case and I, and uh, get your, your feelings, sober or otherwise, on the, on the show. It's a great way to do that. Also, Make sure you get on over to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can drip into your ears automatically. Who wouldn't want that? Just give a little shake after like, you get out of the shower. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This.